0: Thanks for pressing play. It's been a while since my last pod, and it's good to be back. And thanks for coming back for some more of that whoa, wow. And if this is your first time, know that I aim to bring more wonder, deepness, and laughter into your life via this podcast. And if I don't, well, then this isn't the pod for you, and you should check out some of the other podcasts available online. There are at least five others to choose from. There will be no more extended breaks between episodes this spring and summer, and season three will begin in June of 2022. Creative Deep Work Grind Town, here I come. Let's go. What have I been doing in this long break? Let's be honest, you don't care. It's about the poetry. Unlike the initial episodes, these season episodes include a replay of both poems read and heard after the normal end to the episode for those whom it pleases. If you enjoy the podcast, well done, for it means you have good taste and smarts. Please share it with others who are similar in order to extend poetry's power. It doesn't take but 10 seconds, and dopamine is released when sharing things we like. Dopamine. Yum. On a similar note, check out ornmore.com if you want to see what else I'm up to, including information on my upcoming or now-published poetry collection titled Broetry. Poetry for the Well-Endowed Man. Yeah, that's the title. I'm going to mix it up today and keep it really short in this rebroadcast intro because sometimes I like my pods how I like my poetry. Brief and tight. This rebroadcast fits this description and includes no overly verbose content that I regret, if I do say so myself. And I do say so, because that's what I just said. So, without further ado, here's my episode on regret. Let's go get some of that whoa, wow. Welcome back or for the first time. I'm Oren Moore, and this is Two Poems Read and Heard. The theme today is regret. Let's go get some of that whoa, wow feel, and may this move you in a good way. And if it does... Please spread the word to others whom you think would enjoy this podcast celebration of poetry's power. Apropos of this pod, I'm confident that you won't regret sharing this pod with others. You see what I did there. You do. Our first poem today is titled Ed, and it was written by Louis Simpson, who lived from 1923 to 2012. An American poet born in Jamaica and a World War II veteran, Simpson won many awards for his poetry, including the Pulitzer Prize in 1964 for his work titled At the End of the Open Road. The poet Mark Jarman describes Simpson and admirably as, quote, a poet of the American character and vernacular. Ed backs up this description. Ed. Ed was in love with a cocktail waitress, but Ed's family and his friends didn't approve so he broke it off. He married a respectable woman who played the piano. She played well enough to have been a professional. Ed's wife left him. Years later, at a family gathering, Ed got drunk and made a fool of himself. He said, I should have married Doreen. Well, they said, why didn't you? I've been wanting to include this poem in the pod since its inception. Indeed, it is one of the poems that shifted both my life and my poetry. In terms of the poetry, the technique of plain spoken language meshing with subtle and pleasingly rhythmic sounds is on full display in Ed. There's no showy poetic alliteration along the lines of, I don't know, something like, Two poems read and heard is a poignant, powerful poetry podcast. No. And there's no rhyme or specific poetic form. Still, I could hear, see, and sense the skill and mastery exuding from Simpson's Lines. It is a poem that reads to me like no other versions were ever written, that it just came out. In all likelihood, this is not the case, but Simpson's effort and talent makes it feel this way. But let's not kid ourselves or get it twisted. Without the twist of the last two lines, this poem lacks that woe-wow and does not ascend to greatness. And what of this last line? Quote, He said, I should have married Doreen. Well, they said, why didn't you? In response to my own question, I think he's getting at how for the big and personal calls of life, don't worry so much about what others think. For as Bernard Baruch. One of the great American men of the early 20th century is quoted as saying, in regards to the matters of the personal, quote, Those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Otherwise, you'll end up like Ed, YOLO. The second poem today, titled Warming Up, speaks to the aftermath of an initial and substantial regret. I wrote it in part to figure out how to move forward from deep regret that had led me cold. Perhaps you too sense the coldness of regret. Warming Up Movement fights back the chill, starting cold at the bottom of the hill. In a cold dusk or maybe dawn, that gets colder still without enough on thin skin worn down from what we've been and what we were on and how it made us spin at the bottom of the hill giving the effort if not the skill to find the tune of a new song that fuels the walk and the will under the skin of an aching soul that feels the cold winds roll in fighting for a life gone wrong, and the price of the road's toll, is enough to freeze and kill, if all we do is sit still, getting weaker instead of strong, thinking at the bottom of the hill. Are there any hills in these times that you can climb to warm you right? The two poems just read and heard will now be read and heard again, minus the commentary in between, for those whom it pleases. Ed. Ed was in love with a cocktail waitress, but Ed's family and his friends didn't approve, so he broke it off. He married a respectable woman who played the piano. She played well enough to have been a professional. Ed's wife left him. Years later, at a family gathering, Ed got drunk and made a fool of himself. He said, I should have married Doreen. Well, they said, why didn't you? Warming up. Movement fights back the chill, starting cold at the bottom of the hill, in a cold dusk or maybe dawn that gets colder still. Without enough on thin skin, worn down from what we've been and what we were on and how it made us spin at the bottom of the hill, giving the effort if not the skill to find the tune of a new song that fuels the walk and the will, under the skin of an aching soul that feels the cold winds roll in fighting for a life gone wrong and the price of the road's toll, is enough to freeze and kill if all we do is sit still, getting weaker instead of strong, thinking at the bottom of the hill.